When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the latest episode of the Overboard Network, a Below Deck podcast. Tonight, we recap episode 13 of season six, Below Deck Men. We seal Lexi and Delani's fate, witness the fallout of another crew dinner gone wrong, and also witness some cracks in the previously rock-solid Sandy-Malia relationship. I also want to remind everyone that last week we released our podcast with sailing yacht sensation Daisy Kelleher. If you haven't checked it out, download wherever you find our podcasts. Let's dive right in by bringing in my co-captain, Sean. Sean, clearly Lexi had no leg to stand on after her recent outburst. How do you feel about the rest of the season going forward now that Lexi's gone? John, like, I think whether you're a Lexi defender or not, or like, you know, you thought she was good for TV or just good for drama, she was sucking a lot of the air out of the season. Like, that's all we've been talking about really all season. You know, I guess there's a few other things here and there, but it's really been Lexi. And every time she entered a room or it was always like, oh, what's Lexi going to do? How is she going to react? So I think this, I'm optimistic. I think this frees up some airtime for everyone else. And I think, like, I think we got like four episodes left. I, I'm feeling pretty good. I, w- I want to see what, you know, what, like Katie and Lloyd and everyone else has to offer. Yeah, I fully agree. I think we're going to hit some highs here for the rest of the season. I think we're going to look back on this season and kind of think about how everyone's going out on a high note, obviously, Mm. other than Lexi and Delani, now that we think about it. But overall, I'm really excited. And I remember when we talked with Daisy last week, we kind of brought up how, like, she brought up how the drama in her season was kind of different than the drama in this season, right? Like, you know, regardless, obviously, this season had a lot of toxic toxic drama and i just feel like we can get back to like the usual drama that we get in below deck right maybe a, a hookup um you know a picky guest things like that it we're no, we're no longer walking on eggshells trying to figure out when the next time lexi's gonna have an outburst yeah it <laughs> just like more more fun drama yeah and like 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 i said maybe you think lexi's good for tv i don't but is she good for below deck I, I don't know. I'm not, I think is, you know, I usually judge these seasons like, you know, after like a year or so, but I'm, I, I'm optimistic. Yeah. And I, I, I feel like Lexi would be really good and I don't watch these shows, but like the real housewife shows, I feel like oh, Lexi yeah. would be good on those. Right. Where it's just like, it's about stirring up drama rather than like just kind of letting, letting things happen. Um, and so, Sean, let's start there, actually, with kind of what I think is probably the worst dinner of the season. I think mm. I dubbed I, – now, this could be hyperbole because I think the last dinner was also terrible. I think this crew <laughs> can just not have dinners. Below Deck Sailing Yacht obviously had their issues with dinners. Um, Most of it was so smoke breaks, yeah. They were smoke – yeah. And now, we'll get into it. I love the smoke breaks on this oh, yeah. season. Me too. Uh, but 
But, uh, you know, Lexi basically doubles down. We start on the back end of dinner. She doubles down on just being awful. Um, so, you know, she obviously takes a, takes a break, leaves the table, comes back, nothing's changed. Um, and really this is where I think it kind of, everyone kind of turns, no one was a huge fan of Lexi, but everyone kind of turns on Lexi here. You know, Courtney starts yelling, uh, not yelling, but just tells her how pretty much the entire crew is disgusted with how Lexi speaks to people. And of course, Lexi's response is, Courtney, you're shit at your job and you make shitty drinks. Yeah, and you right? can't twerk. Yeah, I think that was probably the most hurtful thing that was said that night. To Courtney, yes. Yeah, yeah but you know what, Courtney? I, I, Courtney obviously has a great personality and you know didn't think twice of it. Um, you know, Z, which was possibly the drunkest man alive at that point in time, manages to very articulately get out how Lexi is rude to everyone. And Lexi's response is, that's not true. <laughs> uh, yeah, a Yeti of Lexi credit, she does. I mean, we'll get to it with a meeting with Sandy. She defends herself the best she can. Now, she, but like you said, she has no likes to stand on. So, I mean, like, yeah, she tried to hit Courtney where it hurt with the you can't twerk thing. I know Courtney does call her the C word. I think, was it in response to that? Um, yeah, it was, yeah. it was a lot. Obviously, you know, Lexi started talking about her bank account, which I think really, that, that annoys me more than you. Yeah, they all have the same job. And if Lexi really has that much money, why is she, like, I don't think millionaires are yachties, right? I don't, I wouldn't think so. I mean, unless you've been on the show, unless you've been on Below Deck forever and like, maybe you're like Chef Ben or maybe yeah. Kate, I don't know what their net worth was. And yeah, I'm sure there's like some rich, like people that grew up rich that took these jobs. I think Chef Ben did. I think uh, Emily and then Bullet X season four, like grew up wealthy as well. But, you know, maybe you grew up wealthy, but you're not currently wealthy if you're doing one of right. these jobs, right? I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm still confused about Lexi's money situation. I <laughs> That could be a, a whole show. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so, so Sean, before we get into, you know, the conversation with Sandy and Lexi defending herself, which I feel like I have a different spin on it. Um, okay. I thought one of the funniest things that happened in this season was when they were all in the cab ride back and Z was pretending to be Lexi yelling you're poor you're poor your poorness is making me angry <laughs> that was like, great it was, I unhinged. it was so funny i was i was just laughing out loud <laughs> yeah it was unhinged it was really good it was the most we've ever heard uh z speak at once no but no it was it was spot on and then i know kind of mentioned this earlier when they get back on the boat lexi calls her friend and says non-rich people are, are always trying to ruin her Again, I'm still very confused about her money situation. I'm sure she's got some rich boyfriends in Fort Lauderdale, but I don't. Who's to say? Yeah, that was one of the most ridiculous lines of the season. I think it was. I want. I want rich friends because there's no conniving. Every time <laughs> I have friends that are not rich, they try to ruin me. Sean, I support. Lexi in this conversation. No, I'm kidding, of course. <laughs> that's, that's just such a ridiculous thing to say. 
Um, <laughs> there was like there was a point where Malia and Katie were having a conversation uh, that night when they're back on the boat about kind of coming to the conclusion that I think you know Sandy eventually comes to where they're like, listen, those two aren't going to work together, and I don't think you can get rid of a chef at this point. Yeah, yeah. Katie and Malia decide that we, we're talking to Sandy tomorrow, and then. I guess we should talk about that meeting with Sandy. I guess Kitty talks to her first. Kitty, Kitty asked Sandy for the meeting, and then her and Sandy talk. And I, Kitty gives her a pretty impressive rundown of what happened. Yeah. And was very, like, not to get anyone's side, uh, yeah. like, very down the middle, like, hey, Chef Matt's not innocent. He, start, he, start, he starts with her all the time, but likes he takes it too far. Yeah, she brings it to a whole nother level, which I feel like she absolutely does. Uh, and I do think Katie did give her a very good rundown as far as, you know, this is what really happened. Now, Sean. I was going to say, Katie should host like a presidential debate because <laughs> yeah. she's just down the middle. It's impressive. <laughs> was, you know what I feel like presidential debates should just have like mute buttons. Like you just yeah. mute the person, right? Like oh, I feel 100%. like that would solve, I feel like that would solve everything. Mute uh, buttons and maybe Katie, have Katie do it. Exactly. Uh, so Sean, let's get into the conversation that Sandy has with Matt, Lexi, Katie, right? So I think the most predictable things that's happened this season is when Sandy asked what happens, what happened? Lexi jump, jumps right in. She plays the victim role, says how Matt has been attacking her, has been doing nothing, and she has been doing nothing but try to avoid him. And, and then when Sandy asks, who started it, Lexi just blurts out, Matt started it. Which isn't true. That's not true because the first night of their two days off, or the, like the fir- their, fir- their two nights off, Lexi was kind of being rude during David's speech, right? I mean, yeah. now look, what Matt's, what Matt was in it the entire time and Matt kept it going, you know, it takes two to tango, but yeah, no, uh, I don't, I, I don't, Matt didn't, like, Matt didn't start it. It was started by both of them, if anything. Yeah, and I do have to be fair here, Sean. I genuinely think Lexi believes everything she says as fact. So even yeah. though she's, even though she twists everything to her favor, I genuinely feel like she, in her mind, construes everything to make herself believe that these are the facts. Um, There's actually an episode of South Park where Cartman, like, steals a joke from someone. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) The fish sticks, yeah. The fish sticks, yeah. And then he, like, truly convinces himself that he did make up the joke. And throughout the episode, he's convincing himself more and more and then slowly making other people believe that, yeah. that's, that he did make up the joke. So I, I feel, I, in a, in a half-joking matter, I feel for Lexi in this situation. In her brain, she's telling the truth. Yeah, if you're that big of a narcissist, <laughs> your mind will just trick you into believing that, like, believe in your own truth. And... Yeah, uh, I know one thing I have to give Kitty credit for this too. You know, Matt brings up the abortion comment and Lexi says, oh, I said, I wish your parents hadn't brought you into this world. And Kitty just goes, no, Lexi, you actually did say you thought Matt's parents should have aborted him. 
yeah yeah just hearing katie say that like in her new zealand exo was pretty great but yeah like called her out on that too uh what would you think about uh so lexi brought up max uh matt's ultimatum to sandy yeah so obviously sandy's very stern as far as you know she feels that is disrespectful i feel like she made a I mean, whatever. I wouldn't want an ultimatum if I was the boss, but I feel like she made a very, very poignant that she will not be beholden to ultimatums, um, maybe to a fault a little bit. So yeah, it's like her same policy about negotiating with terrorists. <laughs> is, I mean, I yeah, I get it because with an ultimatum, it flips the power dynamic, right? It's right. I mean, that's kind of it's weird. When you're when you're an employee, you're not under a contract. You can just like not show up if you want. You're not going to get paid. Like you, Matt doesn't need to give her an ultimatum. You can just not show up to work. But I guess he's saying no. I want you to do something. Like right. You need to fire Lexi, or I'm not going to show up to work. Yeah. So it flips the power dynamic even more than yeah. Yeah. Um, and so obviously Sandy ends up coming to what I feel like is the right conclusion in firing Lexi, right? Um, you know, Sean, I would, yeah. I would, I would have really had a hard rest of the season if Lexi was still on board here. Right. Was, like, I know, I know Sandy wants to have the same crew and stuff like that, but like, this is just absolute toxicity. Yeah. I think Sandy has a really bad record as far as keeping crew members. So that's why it was so important for her to keep everyone. I'm, I'm thinking that's it. Maybe yeah. it was, you know, respond to the haters or whatever. But yeah, no, it was, I mean, it took her forever, but she made the right choice finally. That Lexi took a well as far as like with Sandy. I think she does respect Kevin Sandy. And she has to. Kevin Sandy's given her so many second chances and also called her a uh, wonderful human being. Yeah, which I, I'm not saying Matt's right in his comments, but when he said she's just not a great, if, she, if he said she's not a great human, probably not wrong. Uh, yeah. But uh, so obviously Lexi leaving now, she doesn't want to say goodbye to anyone. She puts her headphones in, does kind of like a, I, I mean, I guess I see where she's coming from, but she, her rationale is so off. She says, why would I say goodbye to the crew who has been evil to me and not nice to me? At the end of the day, you know, I feel like I've said this season is great except for Lexi. And now that Lexi's gone, I'm, um, Sky's the limits. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah, like it's like the there's like a weight off of everyone's back now. Yeah. With Lexi gone. I guess yeah, Malia insisted on saying goodbye. She's trying a little bit too hard yeah. about like being nice or you know, helping her with her bags, but I don't know. Yeah, I think Lexi could have said bye to Katie. Katie was okay to her like Lloyd and David. Yeah, I don't know. I guess she didn't really make any friends. No, I don't I don't think she did. I think she made I think she made some enemies though. Yeah. Sean Sean that brings me up when you when it brings up something when uh uh that you mentioned. So when Lexi is having a conversation on the phone with her mother, mm. she says everyone on this boat should be fired for insubordination. I got a couple things, Sean. I don't know if Lexi knows what insubordination means or mm. no, or knows how to work in like a group environment, but don't you dare 
say Lloyd has been insubordinate. That guy <laughs> has been the nicest freaking guy on this entire show, right? I think maybe she means insubordinate to her. I, right? Like, maybe she's like, they're all disrespecting me during dinner by calling me out for being mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lloyd and Z, the, the whole deck crew, really. No, I mean, everyone's a very nice person besides maybe Chef Matt. But yeah, yeah I mean. Just kidding, <laughs> obviously. But it just like, <laughs> the way she rationalizes everything yeah. is just, whatever. We don't have to have these conversations anymore. We just get to talk about how awesome the crews are and how dinners go well. I mean, if Matt can just keep his sex parties comments, you know, kind of to himself, this is going to be a great rest of the maybe four episodes. Yeah. Um, it was a weird dynamic, this kind of the transition between charters. I feel like they had like two full days off. Yeah. Well, cause it, I think Sandy gave them the day off, but yeah, they had another full, what well, seems like a full day off too. Yeah. Yeah. So they had a lot of yeah. time off. So, Sean, we also say goodbye to Delaney in this episode. Mm. Um, did you think that there was a point where Katie was going to run down the boardwalk and grab Delaney? Because it makes sense to me. And even Malia mentioned it. It's like, okay, we just went from four stews to two stews. Why don't we go grab Delaney? And at, at worst, you can just put her in laundry. I think this is a hill I'm going to die on. I don't see anyone else talking about it. But, you know, I mentioned it last week. Kitty hates Delaney. She's just too nice to say anything or like admit it. And, <laughs> you know, when like Malia was like kind of saying goodbye to her and Kitty was there, they're like, yeah, you do, you were great. And like as soon as Delaney starts talking, Kitty looks away. I, I just don't think she likes her. <laughs> and pretty mean, like when Cindy's like, hey, we can bring Delaney back. And Kitty's just like, I don't think she helps. <laughs> and okay so you can either have just you and Courtney can do a full two more charters by yourselves or you could have Delaney back and she's just said no I'd rather do more work and oh. <laughs> and like look Malia had a good point she's like hey Decker is happy to help interior but now that makes our job harder but Katie to, to Katie there's more emotional stress of having to look at Delaney like four times a day and tell her to do laundry. Like, <laughs> no, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. And I know we'll talk about Katie a little bit later, but um, I've got some, I've got some, some feelings on her. Uh, so Sean, let's talk oh, about. Oh, sorry, Jeremy, one more thing. Does Kitty know that like Delaney did all of Lexi's work last charter? Cause Lexi just like watched her do work. So maybe that's I, why Kitty doesn't think Delaney helped, but Lexi I away with murder. Katie doesn't know. Yeah, I don't think Katie knows. So they're in for a rude awakening. I mean, I hope they pull it off because I want success for the rest of this crew, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so, Sean, let's also dive into, I think probably what the last piece of this episode is, is Sandy goes after Malia for not reporting David's injury. Um, I had some thoughts on this. I, you know what? I genuinely, I genuinely feel like Malia and David didn't think it was a big enough injury to make a report about it. I think David probably didn't even know you had to make a report about it. Yeah. Um, but I think believe Sandy believes it was big enough for an injury report. And she's the captain at the end of the day. Yeah. So I'm trying to put my 
like something Malia's shoes. You know, yes, you're the boss, but that happened not during work. And David said he was okay. I'm probably like, okay. That's like, I would probably have done the same thing. I probably don't tell Sandy. But I think, I mean, my favorite moment is when Malia tells Sandy, I'm not a chief officer. Sandy, let's just set Sandy off. Yeah. Stop, she goes, stop making excuses to get back to your job. Like, yells at. I've never seen oh, yeah. Cindy that mad. I don't think she ever got, even got that mad at Hannah. Or as far no. as, like, yelling-wise. Because I feel like she expects more out of Malia than anybody yeah. else. But I also feel like there's been, like, this common theme where, like, something happens on the boat and Sandy gets involved. And then she gets involved in everything else that's going on in the boat. You know, like, it's kind of like one thing happens and then all of a sudden like Sandy's everywhere, right? And kind of micromanaging again. But again, I don't think she's wrong in this situation. I just don't really think Malia and David are wrong either. Um, you know, in a different context, what would have happened? Malia went up to Sandy and said, hey, David hit his leg on the boat. Sandy would have said, is there anything, is he okay? Can he still do his job? She would have been like, yeah, he just has a bruise. Does yeah. he need to see a doctor? Does he need to see a doctor? No, he doesn't need to see a doctor. He just has a bruise. And it's like, then in that context, it's like, Maybe you don't need to put an incident report together, but I feel like Sandy's just making a point that she didn't bring this to Sandy. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I I mean, I guess it's an error. Um, I think obviously like, you know, it it happened the first night of the two nights off and the next day they have the entire day off. So I don't think, you know, no one's like thinking about like reporting it or anything. And and David says he's okay. I, I mean, Sandy does say, she feels like she can't trust Malia now. There's no way that continues, right? I mean, yeah, I don't think so. I just those two were made for each other. Yeah, They'll, whether yeah. whether you like it or not. But <laughs> uh, so, Sean, I mean, I guess you know, if you have any honorable mentions, I you know, I know that they talk about the the upcoming charter guests, but I feel like you know we're gonna tackle them. They seem gospel artists. Some drink, some don't. Um, I feel like we'll tackle them in the next next episode. Well, so. I do want to mention one thing. I haven't check this but i've seen one like or i've seen three episodes of the voice on nbc like when it yeah. first came out i recognized the primary anthony uh immediately he has a really good voice he didn't last very long but i, I just recognized that guy i'm like oh yeah that guy was on the voice so i i know who he is all right so he he might be good i don't know he's got, can, you, he got, can you get him on the pod sean well, hey, I, I bet you we could. We got Daisy. Daisy's like more tag, famous than her. Yeah, for sure. Tagline, you have a great voice. Yeah, he lost a pretty good, uh, like, like a battle. They did like a, like a singing battle off, and he lost it to another guy. It was really good, but hmm. I recognized him instantly. So yeah, We'll have to see. Maybe he sings on board. Who knows? Yeah, that was like uh, nine years ago, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Sean, any, uh, I got, I got two honorable mentions. Uh, to get, all right. First one. I love David getting excited. Delaney messaged him only to see it was a copy paste <laughs> job to all the boys. Why didn't you send like a group text? I don't know. I, I maybe, maybe she didn't. I don't think you get everyone's phone number. So it was probably through Instagram. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. 
All right, um, that that makes sense. Yeah, and then uh, my other honorable mention was uh, the guys ripping darts on the boat again, kind of like oh, the yeah. very like at the top of at like the bow, right? They're just ripping darts at night, you know, after drinks, you know. Sean, if you gave me thirty minutes of dart talk, I would be I would be all about it. These are just guys being guys, you know. It's it's great. Yeah, I like how shit. Matt seems like a great guy when he's not with Del- uh, when, when he's not with Lexi, or maybe yeah. when he's not with like other girls. Yeah, when it's just him and the guys, he's way more normal and cool. I agree. I think he seems like a normal guy. He's trying when he's around girls, he's trying to impress them in his own weird way. Maybe he's like doing a lot of nugging, or I, I have no idea what he's doing. <laughs> but when when it's just him and the boys, I like Matt way more. Yeah. Oh, so um, also, um, I mean, is he in the friend zone? Yeah. Yeah, probably yeah. right. Yeah, Z's uh, in the friend zone. I feel like, what is it, Coco, or what's Coco. Uh, what's Courtney's? Mad. Uh, he's mad. No, no. What's cool? He's mad. She's she's Coco. Yeah. She's Coco. Um, oh, she was somebody else. Anyway, um, but I hope they, you know, they'll they'll get back together at some point. So, um, especially with like the toxicity of. Lexi gone. They can actually enjoy a full night. Yeah. So Sean, good episode. Let's jump into the question of the week. What do you got? Oh, should we do a? Uh, should we do winners for or awards first? Oh yeah, let's do winners. Let's do winners. Oh yeah. Sean, uh, who, who'd you have winning? Well, I got. I had Captain Sandy winning because she all the memorable moments in the episode kind of belong to her, or all the pivotal moments. Uh, she finally made the right decision with Lexi that I don't deal with ultimatums, whatever you think of it. It's kind of like a memorable moment to, you know, her yelling at Malia. Like we mentioned before, I've never seen her yell at Hannah like that. That was big. So like whatever you thought of all, all these decisions or you agree with their actions or not, it was kind of her episode. Like she sort of owned it. Like it was, all of the big moments were Captain Sandy moments. Do you agree? Yeah, I agree. I actually had like the entire show winning the episode. Okay. Yeah. By getting Delexi off. So it's by getting Lexi off. So Del- kind of I like Delexi. Yes. Delexi just... gone. Yeah. yeah. Delexi gone. Uh, no, I, I agree though. She had a really strong episode. She, she's, you know, she's a good leader. So she, she can only do what she sees and what she's told by, you know, Malia and Katie. And so I feel like now she finally got the full picture of kind of like how much of a monster Lexi really is. Um, so who'd you have uh, losing the week then, Sean? You know, obviously the two got fired. I went with Delaney because she was fired and no one really seemed to care. And, you know, the copy and paste text message to the guys wasn't great. But really it's just like they gave Katie the choice. You can either have Delaney back to do laundry or just be shorthanded and kitty said i'd rather be shorthanded which is that's saying something and can we mention this a few weeks ago but i kind of think delaney is going to be lost to time yeah i don't know that we're gonna be talking about her, talking about her in like three years so no um i just i really hope in like two episodes from now we don't we're not talking about how Katie lost the episode because she could have had Delaney and now they're, you know, yeah. swimming in laundry. Right. Hey, so, yeah. So um, I just had Lexi losing the episode. 
So yeah, that was the other one. If you yeah. if you get fired, you're you're losing the episode. So <laughs> somehow, like I, I think I saw a rumor that said Lexi won't be on the like tell all, or she won't be on the reunion. The, yeah, the reunion. Yeah, I mean that's like I don't even know how she like shows face anywhere. Anyone like watches the show, she's she's a monster. That that's I'm I'm sure. Uh, you know, I mean, John Luke showed up to last season's reunion one-on-one with Andy. Maybe Separate, she'll do that. Yeah. Maybe yeah. she'll do that. And yeah. John, John Luke's still, that paternity thing still is still a mess. So. I mean, know. they have to know at this point, but. Yeah. Uh, no, oh, yes, I feel like, yes. Yeah. I feel like, like, Lexi has a way of, like, you know, mi- trying to manipulate people and she'll just say, oh, it was editing things like that and it was actually blank who a blank person was the monster and i was just a victim so that's her that'll be her line though yeah so um, we're not missing much without her at the reunion no ultimately no i just want some more guy talk um so john what's your question of the week okay and you know this is bad this season so obviously we have a new chief stew because Hannah's gone. You know, Katie, who I, we both like as a person, but John, has she shown you enough so far this season to be Hannah's permanent replacement? Meaning, you know, do we want Katie back for next season of Bulletic Men and the season after? What, what do you think as far as so, like a, a TV character? Yeah. So I think Katie has a bit more to prove, right? So yeah. Uh, you know, I was I was a little over the agony agony she put herself through for what seemed like two episodes, three episodes over a rather simple decision to keep or ship off Delaney um, to the point of her like even throwing up. Um, you know, I think she's fun. I think she has a lot of qualities that we want in a below deck chief stew. Um, and without Lexi here, I feel like she's going to give us four great episodes and hopefully go out on a high note where it makes it a no-brainer come, you know, end of October when this show's over, that, yeah, we want her back. But I just need to see a little bit more at this point with now a more stable environment. Yeah, um, I, I agree. I, like, there's still more season. and I, I'm rooting for Katie. I, I hope she she's showing, like, a little personality with the Delaney thing, but she won't admit she hated her. I kind of wish we got that. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, you know, what made Hannah kind of great, a great TV chief stew was kind of how messy she was. You know, Kitty's better at her job than uh, Hannah. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of the chefs didn't like Hannah or complained about her all the time. But Hannah was great TV because she, you know, would hook up with other crew members. One time she even hooked up with a charter guest. Uh, her second stew is particularly Bugsy. <laughs> Usually ended up hating her for being lazy and having to do all the work, but you know, she was kind of a drama machine and I don't know, maybe this season could have used Hannah or maybe that would have been too much. Hannah, Matt and Lexi, that would have been just too much at once. Who, who's yeah. to say? Um, I hope if we get Kitty back next season, maybe there's some more guys that are more her speed for a potential hookup. I, I just don't think anyone's yeah. your type. So, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe they get Jack back. 
just they used to date but oh yeah no that's that's too much that's yeah no i i think he's i don't think he's gonna commit to below deck but i yeah we're i'm rooting for her it's not a no-brainer like it is with daisy though as far as returning oh yeah no but i i think she probably i think she's done enough to garner coming back for a second season Um, yeah they just have to cast everyone around her a little differently yeah Uh, i think so um so hey we got another maybe four or five weeks to um kind of solidify our our you know how we feel not that it does anything but um (laughs) not yet no no so Um, we've got some life advice um that's pretty good hey guys i figured i'd give you some pretty good a pretty good life advice segment well thank you uh so i've had a really solid group of friends for the past four years it started myself and two of my friends from college and since then it's grown into a group of 10 people about four months ago one of our friends started inviting a coworker to start hanging out with us she fit in perfectly and i loved having her around however about three weeks ago when our whole group went to a concert together, our friend misread the situation and tried to kiss her. She was extra bothered by this because she has a new boyfriend and the guy was aware of that. Since that night, she's been really flaky and disinterested in hanging out with the group. I really miss having her around. What, if, what advice do you guys have for me as far as fixing us? Thanks. Mm-hmm. This is a tough one. I think a group of 10 is too many people, first of all. Yeah, that's a huge group. I've been, hung out, I've been hung out with 10 people in like three years at one time. Yeah, generally, like, you know, like the show Friends with six people. Yeah. You know, Spalding or John, sorry. Uh, when you're living back in Albany, I feel like our friend group is around like, you know, six to seven. Yeah. Right. I like, mean, yeah, 10 a lot. 10 a lot. You got to like. You have to like call in advance of every restaurant you go to. Like, could you imagine us walking into like Granny's, a dive bar with 10 people? Like they, they bolt those tables to the floor. <laughs> We'd have to like be in two, like three different spots. Um, yeah. T- tens, tens a lot. So yeah, that is going to be, that's going to be tough to hang on to. Um, yeah. As far as like this situation, I think, I mean, to start on a, John, I think you're the guy friend that misread the situation. He has to apologize in some way. Like, I'm, you know, people misread the situations. I'm sure there's alcohol involved. But, like, let her know, like, hey, i sorry I did that. Because that is disrespectful to her boyfriend and to her, too. So, like, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's asking too much to ask your guy friend to do that. Uh, but, John, as far as, like, getting her back in the group... Is that going to be enough or, I mean, I feel like the group should try to befriend her new boyfriend too. Maybe they're not, you know, right. Like invite them as a couple to more stuff. Yeah. It doesn't sound like her boyfriend's ever been part of the group and maybe he's just like, I mean, all right, we're going on a huge limb here. Maybe he's an introvert and he just doesn't want to hang out with 10 people. Um, But I I think the biggest, I think the biggest thing is our, our reader's issue is that she really likes the girl that, that's no longer part of their friend group, really. I think you just need to dedicate more time to hang out with this one person. Go outside yeah. the group, right? Like, do take a page out of The Bachelor, right? Do some one-on-ones. Yeah. Um, you know, not everything has to be a group date. So I, I think really the answer is, is, you know, 
yeah, maybe you hang out with this core group of friends a little less, but that's never a bad thing. If you're going to go hang out with one other person that you really enjoy, like everyone's going to be cool with it. There's 10 of you like, yes, they'll notice you're gone, but it's not going to change a huge dynamic. So just, just make an effort to go hang out with this one person on your own. And I think you're, you personally are going to do great because now you're going to have this friend and you're still going to have your friend group and maybe down the line, those things mesh again. But yeah, I mean, I agree with what Sean also said too, is like, yeah, make sure that that guy kind of like clears the air. You know, it's it's just a, he just misread the situation, you know, things happen. He did something that he shouldn't have done. And now it's awkward. Right. Um, Yeah. So maybe he can kind of clear that up, but if it doesn't clear up as a result of that, just hang out with that person more on your own. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Cause asking her and her new boyfriend to get along with these 10 or 10 people, it's a big ask. Like, (laughs) yeah, you're right. That's the biggest, that's, is this a real friend group? Is this, I mean, I guess it is, but. Isn't it 10, like an entire like soccer team? Yeah. This is, it's going to bet. Like news, as you get older, this friend group is going to start breaking off a little bit more and more. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, one more thing, though, as far as, you know, the friend that she wants back in the friend group. Some people, once they get into serious relationships, just kind of bail on friends. Yep. Like that does happen. Yep. So might be might be lost just because of that. But yeah, I. Like, have your friend apologize. Maybe that fixes it. And if it doesn't, yeah, you can, she can be your personal friend and not like your group of 10 friend. Yeah. <laughs> a group of 11 is just odd at that point. I don't even think you could rent like a small party bus at that point. Yeah. So. John, if you try to pitch a, like a, t- a sitcom with a group of 10 friends, no, no network would say yes to that. No, I feel like the closest. There's way too many more- actors to pay for. Yeah, I feel like the closest was, did you see the show Friends from College on Netflix? Yeah, yeah, that was good. That was good. That had like eight people, though. Yeah. It had like the core six, but then it had like the spouses of them, too, were in a ton. So, yeah, um, yeah. maybe it was like a core of seven. Like the league, the league even couldn't. Like our favorite TV show for, you know, what, the early 2000s? Like they had six people, and then they just said like there were four people in the league that you never saw. Yeah. Right. You can, I think, I don't think you can have more than like six characters, main characters. Yeah. Tens, tens a lot. <laughs> yeah. Too much like, overhead. Hey, I mean, good luck to you. Cause that's, that's awesome. That you have that many friends, but we'll, we'll see. I, yeah. But have, have your guy friend apologize and then you can reach out to her personally. You can invite her to group stuff still with her boyfriend, but if that doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh that's life advice. Sean, you know, I'm excited for this new platform we're on. Uh, I was really excited when we got uh, Daisy to come on. And I think that we're going to, you know, have some other guests along the way. Yeah. You know, I want to ask listeners to please subscribe, rate, and review where you found us. If you're on Twitter, follow at overboard underscore pod to keep up on all the below deck action. If you want to reach out to us directly, Sean is at below deck Sean, and I'm at John Farley XC. I guess, John, I'll have to check if Below Deck John is available. Um, I just makes you, sense at this point. I bet you it is, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, no so, there's been no one named John yet, so. Yeah, uh, we'll have to scoop that up uh, probably before this goes out. Uh, yeah, anyway, so 
uh, our life advice is email us at uh, blowdeckpod at gmail.com. We're always looking for some new stuff. So um, we've kind of gone through a majority of what we have, but uh, we're still getting some submissions. So that's great. Um, but anyway, Sean, great episode. Biggest part was we got Lexi out of here, which I am a huge fan of. And we're going to see what happens. I think, and I know I said this during the pod, but sky's the limit for the rest of this season. I'm very excited too, man. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Bon voyage. Uh, boop.